Welcome to the Crazy Messy Blessings podcast with your host, Trisha, where I share with you some of the craziness and messiness that goes on in my life, but reminding you that it's always, always blessed. So stay tuned and I'll help brighten your perspective today. Hello, hello everyone. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you've had a good week so far. It's nearing the end of the week, so I'm sure it's time to relax. And I wonder, how do you self-medicate? Is it coffee or tea, alcohol, exercise, food, shopping, binge-watching Netflix shows, or whatever else. I know for me, I've been through all of these things, and I still use some of them from time to time, depending on whichever one it is or how I'm feeling at the moment. And some of these things are not dangerous in and of themselves. Like, for example, literally, I love to take long, hot showers. It's like my way of, well, I'm an introvert, so that means that I gain all of my energy, like I recharge by being by myself. So obviously it's difficult being an introvert in a family of eight. So one of the ways that I recharge is by taking long, like ridiculously long 30 minute hot showers. And I used to do this literally every time I felt like I was on the brink of a breakdown, which depending on the season could be quite frequently, like several times in the day. And I, and literally sometimes I would, you know, take a glass of wine or two or three, or maybe a cup of tea. Um, sometimes just my tears, and essential oils like I would sprinkle them throughout the bath or have it blowing in the um, in the diffuser outside of the shower it wasn't so much of an issue until one time I distinctly remember a couple months ago when we lived in the old house um, I went to get in one evening And the water was ice cold and I was like waiting and waiting for it to get warmer and it was not getting warmer. So I was like, what's going on? I got so angry. Whoever recently showered had used up all the hot water from the tank and it really would be a while before the tank was refilled. So I honestly, I don't even know. I couldn't even see because... The tears that were flowing down my face, they were hot. I was enraged, literally enraged. And then I finally realized what was happening. I was like, okay, instead of running to God with my problems, I was running to the shower. The shower was my place of refuge. And I wasn't even praying in the shower Like I thought I was praying, like, you know, I go in there and I'm like talking to God and whatever, but I'm talking to him like I'm talking to you, like, hey, how's it going? You know, which is good, but 
I'm not talking about the turn, the sense of reverence, because there is that sense that like, God, you're big, you're great, you're mighty. I'm small and I need you. But there's, there's the friendship aspect, you know, but literally I was just complaining, venting and complaining. And that's all I was doing. And so I want to repose the question to you. How do you self-medicate? Because what I want to talk to you about is the spirituality of addiction. Our desires are deep. We have been created with a hole within ourselves. And that hole is only filled with Christ. And coffee... I gave up coffee because, okay, one of the reasons why I gave up coffee in the morning was it just tasted disgusting when it was black. I tried to like it. I tried and I was at the point where I liked it, but then I was like, oh, maybe just a little bit of sugar, just a tiny bit of sugar and then just a little bit of milk. And then I started buying those like Nescafe or uh, I don't even remember what they're called, but it's like um that liquid that you can just pour in to it and it was like all these different flavors cookies and cream and then i looked at how many calories was in one serving and i know that i wasn't pouring in who creates these serving sizes anyways like what is that like a a, a tiny i wouldn't even serve my baby it's like a communion cup <laughs> of 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 liquid that you would pour in but that is a serving size anyway definitely i did not put just one maybe three so I'm like, okay, this is not adding, helping, helping me in any way. So I stopped that and I'm just like, I realize that I have some anxiety issues where I get like really nervous. And for me, I start getting like really tense and like worried about certain things. And I have my own issues, which I guess we can, why not just lay it all out there, right? So I have a phobia of, I don't even want to say it, but I will. I have a phobia of vomit. And yes, okay, it's ridiculous because, hello, I'm a mom of six. I have seen it and I can work through it if need be. I like I turn into like a robot and I just go there, get it done, tidy up and whatever. But it's a fear and sometimes like I don't sleep if people get the sick bug I I don't sleep for three days I literally don't sleep I have a fear of it going in everywhere so I just run up about okay and that's enough talking about it you get the point anyway so I have uh, an issue with that so I cope with these issues that I have in different ways. So one of my ways that I cope with things after I gave up coffee, which was really giving me nervousness immensely because of the caffeine, it was just like I couldn't deal with it. So I gave up coffee. But I've always had this on again, off again relationship with alcohol where I was like, 
up until recently, I wouldn't have said, oh yeah, I really, I'm addicted to alcohol, but I noticed that in my personality, I'm 100%. So I'm either 100% into this or I'm not. There's no dilly-dallying with me. When I make up my mind about something, I'm doing it. So it's difficult for me to have a little bit. Like, you know, those people that open a, like a 750 mil of wine and drink a glass and then it's just sitting there in their cabinet for a week or two that no I will drink that in the evening easy and my body weight can attest to it <laughs> it's not difficult for me but also I realized that throughout all of the struggles that I have gone through which we will get to and discuss and oh believe you you will be so shocked and surprised um i've used it as a coping mechanism and i mean i have grown and blossomed in the past couple years because college drinking me is definitely not the same as mom drinking me I don't always need to have a glass of wine to help me deal with the children. In fact, I actually prefer not to drink when I am... Sorry, my desk is making so much noise as I'm leaning on it. I actually prefer not to have alcohol when I'm upset. So that's the shift that I've made. Because... I don't want to feel like it's a crutch, but it is a crutch, you know, and maybe for you, exercise is your crutch. Like you just need to get out there and go by yourself and run or go with a group or whatever. Maybe food. Food became my crutch after baby number, well, when I was pregnant with baby number four, food was my crutch and I was going through a lot at that time I'm talking about infidelity and baby mama drama and all this stuff food became my quote-unquote mini God then enter shopping OMG like really I didn't know that I cared so much about stuff not for myself, but for my kids. And so that's how I justified it. It's like, oh, I want to just be this good mom. And I see all these moms out there getting their kids stuff. And I want to be a good mom like that. So I'm just going to get them a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, no, that's not what they need. And you know what? My kids have told me several times that they prefer. This is why I love having this open relationship with them where I can just talk to them about anything and everything and sometimes it's bad because maybe I lay a little bit too much on their shoulders but I do listen and I hear and then because I lay a bunch of stuff on their shoulders then they feel like they can talk back to me in a way that they can be heard 
So my oldest son had told me that he would prefer all the times that I spend with them rather than any gifts that I give him. And obviously we know this is true. This is obviously true. Sometimes we don't believe it because you see their faces when they get the coolest, newest toys or the best clothes or whatever they feel like they're on cloud nine, right? But even in and of ourselves, like going back to last week, I talked about the book from James Clear where he was talking about with addicts where the moment that is most that gets the our brain our dopamine levels are highest is not when we actually get the drug but it's when just before we get the drug and so it's so exciting when you first think about getting something and isn't it funny because in the bible it says as a man thinks in his heart so is he or as a woman thinks in her heart, so is she. Whatever you think you are, you're going to be. Because you're going to start taking steps towards that. But really, your past doesn't give you an excuse. Just because I've done something yesterday, doesn't mean that I'm going to continue doing the same thing today. For example, today, well... The last couple of weeks, I've gotten serious and I'm like, you know what? I am not, okay, <laughs> sidebar. I am horrified at the way that I look in the photos. And I said, I am absolutely not going to have Kingston, my almost two-year-old, see me in these photos of him on his two second birthday looking like this whale woman that I don't identify with like I feel like I'm just I'm not her so I'm focusing on what I'm eating and going to bed although it's past my bedtime right now and while I'm recording this but I'm trying to get my water in and get my steps in and doing intermittent fasting and cutting down on carbs and sugar and all of that is important but even today I did such a good job with my weight training and all of that and I'm doing it gradually but then this weekend because we're not celebrating holidays if you listen to my last well couple the last one from last year where I spoke about Christmas we're not doing any more holidays so there's no Christmas or Easter or I don't know what the other ones are. Thanksgiving, whatever. Basically, it's only birthdays that we're celebrating. So the last weekend, we decided that we're just going to make a bunch of food and enjoy ourselves. So we had turkey and macaroni pie and fried rice and we had all this stuff. And so it was sitting there and sometimes I'm just busy so I don't always eat with the kids at dinner because I want to just tidy up and get everything done and then they went to bed and I was like oh this piece of macaroni pie is still there I want it so while I was eating it I said you know what 
I'm not going to allow this to erase all of the good that I done that I've done today. And it's not going to make me feel depressed and just go into a slump for tomorrow. You know, with my spirulina shakes <laughs> for breakfast. And it's the same thing with our spirit. Just because we didn't connect with God today or read our Bible today in the way that we want. Maybe we only prayed five minutes and it was in the shower or it was after a child was stressing us out to the max. It doesn't matter. We still connected with God at that time. Is it the best? Absolutely not. Okay, because you wouldn't want a best friend to just talk five minutes with you. You know, you want to converse with them for a lengthy period of time. So we need to work on that. But just because we flop today doesn't mean that tomorrow has to be terrible. It doesn't mean that we need to scrap everything and start all over, which is my favorite thing to do. And I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's small changes over time. So what I have taken from James Clear in his book was to bundle habits. So in the morning when I wake up, you do your regular things and I haven't started journaling but like physically writing but in my mind when I go in the shower I decompress and I think about all the things that I want to do in this day and I think about all the things that normally happen in the day and what I can do to fuse them together for good so I know that the children are going to do x but I know that I need to respond why so how can I put it together so that it's a way that it glorifies God and it calms myself down so that I can show them that they are loved and cared for. And I was talking to a friend on the phone today and her and I are basically we're talking about the same thing like being at home finally with our kids and knowing that this is the best thing but we're not enjoying it. We're caught up in the stress of making everything right and doing everything good and all of that needs to be done and it makes me so ridiculous because every time like I had I I said the other time when we had an issue with uh, the child services coming over here because one of our kids crossed the street anyway that was last week I said that they came uh, they were like what do you do and I'm like oh well, I'm just a stay-at-home mom and I know better than to say just because just a stay-at-home mom wearing all of these hats, it, that's a ridiculous thing to say. I'm not just a mom. You're not just a mom. You're raising another generation, okay? You are equipping these kids mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, to be able to respond to the trials and the tribulations and the traumas that they're going to have to face. So you're not just a mom. You are a warrior, queen, 
okay? Raising your tribe, whether you have one or you have ten, you are a warrior queen raising your tribe. So, talking about the spirituality of addiction, bringing it back. Every thing that we grasp dear to ourselves, whether it's sports or any other, anything that you feel like, I just need to have it. I want you to reflect and think really why. What is it that you get from this so badly? You know, like I said, even now when I think about why is it that I like, okay, I want to be one of those moms. I hold those moms that don't drink in like a higher tier. I'm like, oh, I want to be one of those moms that don't drink. And I have moments like long periods of life where I just don't drink. And I have friends that don't drink and at our sp the spiritual level that I want to be at. But then I'm like, there's these other moms that do drink, but they're still doing these amazing things. Who am I? What, what do I need? You know, if you can be someone that doesn't even care if you have something to drink or you don't have something to drink, if you don't need that fuel, you know, like a gas for a tank that like, or I'm really obsessed with fires right now. I can understand why my eight-year-old is like, he's obsessed. He's like, his nickname, Craig calls him the fireman because, well, fireman, you know, in the accent, uh, because he likes to light fires and we're, <laughs> we're trying to contain him by getting him to start the fires in the wood stove so he can have his fun doing that. But just the spark when it, when the wood finally catches and it's like, you see it rising up in flames and it's like, it's so amazing. And I wonder to myself, what is it that I really get from shopping? Like the other day, I was so irritated with everybody because they had not done their chores. Like I wanted their rooms clean. They each have chore areas to do. They each have a basement chore to do. And when I came the morning, I didn't even look. And I was just like, I'm not. When I set foot on, I got out of my bed and I'm like, I am not ready for today. I am done. I took my two little boys and we <laughs> we went out. We went to Walmart. We bought plants and <laughs> shoes and, you know, whatever. So I went on a shopping high because I just wanted to get out of the house and do something and because I don't go to a bar or I don't know what else do people do with their little kids I don't know obviously you wouldn't go to a bar with your little kids I'm saying I don't know um you know like when Craig's done well for the afternoon he go play pool and that's not really my spot, especially right now, the way the world is going. I just, I'm not into it. Just like I don't want to waste my time watching shows on Netflix. I just feel like I don't have enough brain energy left for that stuff. So, you know, 
I don't know. What do people, regular people do? Like, besides shopping, like that's, and restaurants. Like, restaurants to me is a complete waste of money. Unless it's like, honestly, I don't even know if there's anything in a restaurant that I would want that I can make. Not saying that I'm so amazing, but I'm just like, I don't know. Anyway, that's a random topic. But we are just talking about how we have a hole in ourselves that we like to fill with all sorts of things. And I just want you to think for yourself, what do I fill myself with? And do I really feel like I'm filled? Hmm. I don't know. Let me know. But that's all I have to share with you today. And hopefully you have gained some insight or maybe provoked some thought process within yourself. But yeah, thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week. Ciao. So guys, I had so much fun sharing with you this week. Did you get some juice out of that? Did you did you get something out of that? I really, really hope I brightened up your perspective to help you see that even though life is crazy, life is messy, if you look at it from the right angle, you'll just see that glimmer of sunshine that shows you how blessed you really are. Now, if you need to see more of us before next week, you can check in on our Instagram at Crazy Messy Blessings or on YouTube, Crazy Messy Blessings where I share some more of our silliness and craziness that goes on and some motivation as well. I will see you next time. Ciao for now.